put your rocket boots on to quote Mario from the Super Mario Bros. movie, the space opera. Yeah, the space opera, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got dinosaurs in, that's yeah. a space opera. They came, they, the meteor came from space. Yeah, I guess. It killed the dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah I guess. As we pitch this movie from <laughs> James Fox, who's given us the greatest spaceman. <laughs> The greatest spaceman. Yeah, yeah. Now I think I think this might have snuck past the yes very clever awards. The filter. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the greatest showman in it. Oh, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I like, mean, let's ride with that. Yeah. I, 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 I think. I don't think about the greatest showman enough. No. So that film has just slipped by the Esprit yeah, Clever Award yeah, thing into Listen, something completely new. I'm ready. I'm ready for Hugh Jackman to go across across the galaxy, uh, picking on people. <laughs> Picking on random aliens to say, oh, you're weird. Yeah. You're weird. Get- Sing. <laughs> Dance. Trapeze. <laughs> Your uniqueness makes you special. Yeah. To look at. To gawk at. <laughs> so, so it's Hugh Jackman yeah. going around as P.T. Spaceman. <laughs> P.T. Spaceman, yeah. P.T. Spaceman. He's a tiny man. P.T. Spaceman. He, it's, it's like... <laughs> it's not P.T. It is. It's P.T. Spaceman. P.T. Spaceman. P.T.Y. Yeah. P.T. Spaceman. Like, like, like Peter Spaceman. But I'm P.T. Spaceman. P.T. Spaceman. He is like... Because I f- only figured out that the fact that P.T. flee from a bug's life yeah. is based on P.T. Barnum. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah, it's... That's funny. Because uh, he runs a circus. Yeah. And, um, and so I think he's called P.T. Spaceman, and he's a tiny man. He's a borrower size. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he's about the size of your hand. Yeah. Um, and he's not, like, I, I mean, he's not welcome on Earth. Not anymore. Not anymore, not no. after what he did. Not after what he did, which is just put a, put a circus together with a load of people. Yeah. Uh, and just cause real bad problems for him. He he stole the crown jewels. Yeah. And then turned them. He he, he modified them to turn into a little space rocket. <laughs> the, which, he zoomed the sh- around, slamming into people and hurting their arms. Yeah. So like, PT spaceman, <laughs> you are banished to space. And he's like, but I really love the circus. <laughs> Is that what he says? I really love the circus, he says, and then and then gets in his spaceship and goes, yeah. Fine! I'll have my own circus, <laughs> but it'll be in space. Okay. And so he goes round from planet to planet, meeting loads of weird aliens. Is he unique on Earth for being the size of a of, a, of your hand? Or is it like uh, 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 are we imagining an Earth? <laughs> is this is this a weird sequel to the film Downsize starring trying, Matt Damon? I'm trying to figure out if like are we, are we imagining an Earth that is in touch with other planets and he's come to Earth and now have, different people live on Earth and including a, a, a palm sized person. I, I think it's just a weird futuristic space where, where we have where we have met other alien races yeah. and, and we are in a kind of weird uh, hegemony kind of thing with 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 people and yeah he just going from planet to planet uh well i mean he he is a small man but i yeah. think i think it is a sequel to the film downsize starring matt damon okay in which he's downsized of course himself. yeah no, no, what, what what happens is people get downsized yeah they of course as a, as we know at the end of um uh downsize there's a bloody cultural revolution where the downsized take back 
the control from the corporation yeah. of, of that downsizes them. Yeah. Um. They they break out. Do they? Yeah. They break out. Have you get seen the movie wire. to the end? What have you seen? Have the movie you seen the... the movie to the end? No. no. After the credit scene, the after credit scene really is Matt Damon getting cheese wire, wrapping it around the the, the guy who downsized his head, <laughs> and and him and his wife pulling, and just thump, the whole thing comes off. I'm not sure if you're making this up, right? And then the entire the entirety of the of the downsized population, yeah. Breaks out of their cultural, like the corporate cultural shackles. Yeah, yeah, the, the big bubble they're under. Yeah, rises yeah. up yeah. and just decides to live life in the rest of the world, yeah. free but small. Yeah, and P- P.T. Spaceman is is a is a descendant of that that arc. Of course, of yeah. course. So so everyone on Earth is small now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't, I didn't, I can't believe you didn't stay to the after the credits. I got incredibly bored. Yeah. By I think it was the time they went on a, a, a yacht in a fjord. Yeah. Somewhere what? and they were drinking wine and I was just like I'm, I'm tuned out. They probably, arguably, shouldn't have saved the most interesting thing in the movie, um, a cultural revolution. Yeah. An economic revolution, for the after credit scene. Yeah. 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 Um, Arguably, yeah, half an hour of after credits. Yeah, it was scene. it was weird. It was it was the majority of what would be a movie. Strange that the credit song was the um uh the ding 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 from enthusiasm. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. I think I might have seen a different cut where it was Small People by uh, what's his name? Small people. Small people got. No reason. Oh right, right, right Randy. R- Randy Newman by yeah. Randy Newman. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, no. It was it was the Kirby enthusiasm. Uh, right. They've got they've got a similar vibe. Yeah, they do actually. <laughs> they might go over each other actually quite nicely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, Pete Spaceman um, is is a scion of that whole sh- debacle. Yeah, I'll say. He, he goes around getting a load of aliens from different planets. Yeah, telling uh, them that he thinks they're special. Yeah. And then trapping them into a life of being gawped at by people on Earth. No, yeah. not on Earth. Well, on Earth. On Earth, yeah. Does he, he sneak back onto Earth? Yeah, he sneaks back onto Earth. Even though he's been banished. Yeah, he's, even though he's been banished. He comes back with a, with a new circus, like, look at all these weirdos! Yeah, and I think what happens is, right, here's, here's my plot for the end of this movie, Yeah. right? Um, the, the aliens all realise that they're being had. Yeah. Right. And the, but they're now trapped into into like you know, uh, uh, into these contractual slavery. Essentially, it's kind of kind of like well, it's not it's not slavery, but like that it's it, they are kind of um, they are feeling like their their self esteem is so low that they feel like they can't do anything but be shown off by Pete Spaceman. Yeah. Right. But then one of them. Played by, um... they're all Jim Henson aliens. Yeah, okay, so right? yeah, yeah. All, yeah, all the puppets. One of the puppets that is voiced by Zendaya, yeah, <laughs> finds out that Pete Spaceman is banned from um, banned from Earth. Yeah, but of course, every time they try and raise it, firstly the per- the, the police are like, "Ha ha ha! You look so funny. You're a puppet. <laughs> you know, you whatever." Yeah, yeah. What's Zendaya's thing? 
Uh, and then she, what kind of puppet thing has she got? Is, she, does her head come off and walk around? Got a big head yeah. and a really thin body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like a like a balloon. Yeah, yeah. Um, she's like a, a, a wobbly inflatable arm man. Yes, that's the one. Head. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and that, she's also a puppet. Yeah, as well. She's also a puppet. Yeah. And um, I, I think I think <laughs> I was, was really mean to the diet. <laughs> Um, <laughs> she's nice yeah I'm yeah. sure um, but point being is that she, uh, like every time she tries to raise it with the police they laugh at her yeah. right and then Petey Spaceman hides because he's small mm. and then comes out when it, the coast is clear and, and and then takes it out on her right he's oh, really no. horrible and abusive yeah just like Petey Barnum yeah yeah um, and so what she does is she finds a, a, a growth ray. Oh. And she blows him up to massive size yeah. to make him the greatest spaceman. <laughs> I forgot that was what this movie and was And the queen goes, get him! <laughs> and they all bring him down like Gulliver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they bring him down like Gulliver. Yeah. And his bones become like a landmark <laughs> on Earth. They, his bones, his, his corpse becomes a bridge from the UK to to France. <laughs> he's that big. He's that big. He's that big. Gofrey makes him that big. Well, yeah, he's he's not only like Honey, I blew up the kid no, size. No, he's enormous. <laughs> but but all the other people are really small. Yeah, his his spine is just lays out. Yeah. across the across the ocean. They are like ants to him. Yeah. Um, so, so in terms of like how big he is, he is PT flea size. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. There we have it. The greatest spaceman. The greatest spaceman. He's bi- he gets blown up to be big. <laughs> Thank you, James Fox, for that title. <laughs> All right. So from my waste of talent, we've got Nicholas Cage's pyramid tomb. <laughs> Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. So this has to. I think this has to be a space opera. That's mm. a bit of a bait and switch. The twist being in the title. <laughs> it's it's like Planet of the Apes, so, isn't it? So like Nicolas Cage is in a space empire. It's really like a big normal like it's it's a space opera sized thing, right? Mm. You've got people with two heads, and you've yeah. got people with tentacles, and they're all normal, and they're all eating noodles together, and they um you know they're at a cantina and uh, like, like I... a, a hole in the wall canteen, and there's a whole galactic thing going on. Yeah, and then toward the end. Nick Cage like discovers like is on the run from someone. Yeah. Discovers a a a, a backwater planet. Yeah. And just goes, you know what? I'm setting down just everything I've learned, putting it here. <laughs> <laughs> I have an alternate pitch for okay, this. Okay, no, go on. Yeah. You know how in the Mummy, yeah, they uh, read from this ancient book. Yeah. And it wakens the Mummy. Yeah. And it, it's it's just problems from there on in. <laughs> yeah. Right, this uh, this like you know how um, Star Lord at the beginning of Guardians of the Galaxy goes yeah. into this ancient place and finds this relic. It's like yeah. a kind of space Indiana Jones yeah. thing. I think we do that. Okay, uh, but they get to this pyramid that's hidden in space. It's yeah. like way off in the future. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like like f- like floating rocks. Yeah, yeah. Like but- uh, it's an it is a they uh, uh, the opening scene basically mm. an establishing shot is a small vessel. Um, shaped like a uh, with with like it's got two arms across the front of it. We've got drills on the front, yeah, and like cr- clamp arms on it. It's clearly a kind of mining vessel or something, yeah, um, or an exploratory vessel of some kind. Sidles up to a collection 
of like dead rocks yeah. that are like shards of what once were a bigger planet that if you zoom like when you zoom out you can just about make out what they where they used to be yeah and it goes up to one of them and they just find this this like d- buried in the side of one of them they find this pyramid this giant steel pyramid yeah and it's like um like i think there should be like a gang like in the mummy yeah of uh like who who's a good adventurer type actor well are we talking about like from the start with the people who are obviously going to die oh, or are no, we going to no, talk no, about that, the that's people that's just who the are cold gonna... open yeah. we've got to have the adventurer yeah. uh, the adventurer the person who knows it all yeah the the, uh, the, the, the uh, yeah the archaeologist the historian yeah. the the adventurer and the, uh, the, the thief the, the thief the one who's in it for the money yeah um, and uh, and then the mystic Usually, you yeah. usually have the person who believes in all. Yes. Right? Um, uh, like, those are the four kind of archetypes. Yes. So so the adventurer we've got... Um, who's a good adventurer type? Uh, Tom Holland will work for this. Tom Holland, he's, yeah. He's, he's getting work on uh, Uncharted. Uncharted, yeah. Have yeah. you seen the trailer for it? Yeah. Looks terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> Some of the action sequences look, look good, which is what I always say about the Uncharted games. Yeah, I guess. Um, <laughs> and the historian, uh, who, who are we having for that? Um, uh, the historian I think we should put in uh, Nick Frost Nick Frost and who, who, they're, they're like best mates Tom Holland and Nick Frost sure and uh, and the the thief I think we should have the romantic uh, love interest for Tom Holland okay um, um, like like I'm trying not to say Zendaya yeah. <laughs> I, I, I would just I'm really trying hard not to say Zendaya but yep. I think she's the only person I could think of yep. uh, <laughs> it would be good a good fit yeah sure why not yeah Zendaya fuck it uh, and uh, what was the other one the mystic um, um, the mystic is going to be someone um, uh, like who 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 was kind of wide-eyed? Someone, uh, kind of Ken Branner. Ken Branner is Ken the mystic. Branner's the mystic. He's and they they find him. He's like a leaf guy. Yeah. He's like a sort of a druidic kind <laughs> of. Um, he's sort of like he's covered in grime and soot constantly. They, they find him in in a weird like weirdly another kind of Egyptian style tomb on another planet somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It's he's like he, he's been he's been like he's a mulchy guy. Yeah. You know he's sort of like. He finds that they find him on a, on a forest planet mm. in this in this in this ruin, and uh, in like again an Egyptian style tomb. It's like well, it's kind of a it's a pyramid again. Maybe yeah. maybe I don't know uh, some kind of or, or some like kind the, of ruin. The Valley of the Kings yeah. kind of thing where there's um, one of the statues and, and they like he's he's been like hermiting because yeah. he's, he's like a hermit. He's like been living just in this pile of leaves <laughs> for like like like. 20 years <laughs> like studying the mystic feeling of this place well this is the thing like he the historian says like oh but back in the 21st 22nd century they used to bury who, who they who they feared who they felt were their gods their celebrities <laughs> in celebrates 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 uh, in these lavish tombs yeah. uh, to keep them to keep them preserved so if they ever wanted them for more film DLs <laughs> the, the world ran on on movie DLs 
which were rituals. Yeah, rituals. Rituals that summoned these these celebrites to the to to the the vision to ha- for for everyone to have visions of them. Yeah, <laughs> and and all these visions were projected on a screen in a giant room in a giant dark room, and and they would sign they would sign on documents on scrolls. <laughs> um, and so he so, celebrates, and one of the greatest celebrates of all, the, the, who is both uh, a trickster celebrate, um, <laughs> known for both his uh, being uh, his great accomplishments and his his greatest wild failings. his his wild angry uh, angry like uh, spikes of anger. Well, this is a thing. An illogical uh, sort of a- action. Nick Cage is a lesser-known celebrite. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, he's sort of, he's, yeah. And so they end up in this tomb where they've just found it and, like, Tom Holland's got, like, a, a kind of a, a uh, what's it called? Um, a lead on this yeah. new tomb that's yeah. been uncovered. So he, him, he gets his team together yeah. and... Um, and there's another team obviously going in at the same time to, to uncover what's in this tomb. Yeah. And they just see, like, that they're walking down this tunnel. They're just posters of Nick Cage movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, no, <laughs> on a red they're carpet. Like, no, they're like fragments. Yes. Fragments of them. And they all look like... You've washed them out so they look almost like hieroglyphs. You know, yes. like, sort of like... You, you've got the edge of, like, Con Air. Yeah. And it's, and it's got, like, the, the si- one single wing. And it's got his face going... <gasps> like, <laughs> there's, there's weird hieroglyphic versions of Nick Cage movies. Yeah. on the walls and as they, well like they see him as a trickster because it's like you know you've got face off where he's got half a face of one yeah. thing and, it, and he's like he transformed um, all the time and like you know it, it's I just love the fact that like the kind of because in the mummy it's the book of death isn't it yeah. or the book of life or whatever and there's a bit where Nick, Nick Frost is reading from it and it's just a review of like <laughs> of Con Air or Face Off or something and yeah. that's that's when they've unearthed this mummy that's yeah. after they've unearthed this mummy which is just Nick Cage <laughs> and oh and um, uh, Ken Branner yeah. is excited about Tom Holland because he is exhibiting a lot of the the, um, the things that he has read about um, uh, uh, Nick Cage yeah. to have done in National Treasure <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you're following one of the prophecies. Yes. <laughs> yeah, and, and I love how they just unleash Nick Cage as yeah. a plague on yeah. the universe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can eat peach for hours. And it's, it's, it's like, it's... He's like the mask. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just, it just, he does kind of the mask japes. Mm-hmm. And then I think we uncover the, that Ken Branner is also actually Ken Branner. Oh, yeah. He was, like, he's an, an ancient memory. Yeah. Is, is formed. <laughs> the only, the way that this guy has been, um, has been, like, channeling the spiritual, like, spiritualism is by calling through his ancestral line <laughs> to Ken Branner. <laughs> and so the di- director, to, to seal him back in, the directorial spirit has to come out. <laughs> And say no, no, no! This isn't how an actor do, does it's... things. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, get back in that caisson. <laughs> this sounds like some weird Wachowski's Cloud Atlas shit. Yeah, it's great. Ken Branagh directs um, uh, Nick Cage back into the tomb, um, and, and they seal him away again. Oh yeah, that's that's how the movie ends. <laughs> you need to you need to channel the spirit of a director. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
and, and even then it's tough you've yeah, got to yeah, be yeah. one of the tough directors yeah yeah for, for sure for sure you've got to call on you've got to call on Ken Branagh's ability to invoke Shakespearean training you know <laughs> yeah and make Cage feel bad about what he's doing of course of course <laughs> he's like yeah I did want to be a real actor I, I just love I just love the stakes as just Nick Cage going around being a nuisance <laughs> being a nuisance yeah pretty much yeah we have to seal him away <laughs> The Nick Cage from Outer Space. Why did you steal that jewel, Zendaya? <laughs> and it's this DVD <laughs> of Captain so Corelli's mandolin. It's so shiny. Yeah. It's hard to take it. It's just there on a plinth. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, just want to say thank you for listening to the Lives of Pitch deleted scenes. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, maybe consider sharing it with your friends on social media, by word of mouth, anywhere really. Maybe put it onto a, a thumb drive and just throw it at someone. And maybe even reviewing it on wherever you got it. If you find it somewhere on iTunes or Acast or wherever, maybe review it there. Five stars, thumbs up, give everyone the heads up. Like I said before, thank you. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.